Hello. Dan is still a couple inches away. Hello, I'm back. We're doing another podcast while sitting incredibly close to each other, sharing a microphone. If you can imagine, for all you youngsters out there, there was a rock and roll band called The Beatles. And if you go back and look at some of the videos of them in concert, two of the singers, Paul and John, would sing on the same microphone. That's how I feel like we look like right now. Oh, if we Because we're sharing the same microphone. I could get into it. Yeah, we're like the Beatles. Okay. Yeah. The good ones. (laughs) Are you saying there were lesser Beatles? No, I've actually grown to like all of them with the recent documentaries. I want to rewatch that, I think. Hmm, That'd be good. Good music. Yeah, good stuff. Good music, good times. Um, Dan, I think knowing you, um, I sometimes forget that the general public doesn't refer to certain things the same way you do or we do. An example would be, I, I when I touch the loose skin behind your um, elbow, yeah, you had a name for that. And I think knowing you for the past 27 years, I just, you know, adopted that term, but I don't think it's real. I it, did not make that up. Oh, is it a, a real anatomy I don't know about that. I might have to Google that. We call it a weenus. You call it a weenus. Why would you call it a weenus? Because that's what someone else called it. And I'm like, oh, okay. I've never heard a body part that I've never even heard sounds one like more person weenus. ever, ever say that. But I guess we don't really talk about the skin So the saggy skin around your elbow is not called a weenus it's called something else well i don't like live google so i don't want to do it right now but i will look into it okay it might be called something else it might not even have a name well you know what that's something that the listeners can look forward to we can sort of uh plug that like malia will look into that and get back to you on that in a future episode what else should i look into what else do you refer to you're going to take something off my face yeah because we're sitting so closely together there was an eyelash on your cheek. Mm, I think see. it was yours. Body part names that are unique. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I mean, you don't need more than that. No. Weenus. Weenus, okay. Um, I had written down, but I don't remember this happening. When you use your spouse's phone, thinking it's yours, dot, 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 I must have opened up something on your phone and saw like, a number of likes or something? I don't know. What do you think happened? Again, this is something I don't remember. Well, I wrote this down so long ago. Listeners, here's what happens. Um, Malia is more... Active? Engaged. She's more of a power user on an iPhone than I am. So you're on your phone more. If we compared like Data. hours of use yeah, or sure, whatever, fine. you know, that weekly report. Yeah, okay. So you know the ins and outs of the phone better than I do. You have more apps on your phone. And one of those apps is a local restaurant coupon app of some sort. So Instagift you're referring to? Yeah. Okay. But they're not a sponsor, so Okay, I'm trying to just get into your head here. Okay. But you know who is a sponsor? I'll 
baby, baby gravy. gravy. It's gravy, it's gravy for, for babies. babies. See, it's Where really catching on. Where can you buy on. it? We're advertising. Okay, go on. So sometimes I have to take your phone and go into a restaurant to redeem the coupon. Oh, yeah. And while you're waiting in the car for me to come out with the carryout order, we switch phones. I take your phone with the QR code mm-hmm. for like an Amazon return or a restaurant coupon. Right. And you take my phone so we can stay in communication with each other, even though we've swapped phones. Okay. Because I know your passcode, you know my passcode. We're pretty transparent as far as phone stuff. Okay. There's really nothing on your phone, nothing on my phone that neither of us, you know, need to hide from each other. Is that true? Um, well, so what's the point of the story? Um, your topic was yeah, when using you so your spouse's phone or something. Did I like find something? something or you found something? No. You know what I do find, uh, listeners, gentle listeners, when I get my phone back from Maria, <laughs> she takes a lot of selfies of herself with my phone that I discover later. And I'm like, you know what? That's kind of nice. Yeah. yeah I yeah. kind of like it. Yeah. And I, I, let's just, what you think is a lot maybe happened once. Subjective. And I for sure. and maybe had three in that one setting. That's a lot for me. And then what you did with those I saw when I looked at your phone for whatever thing I was doing, you took those three and you put me through some sort of filter to make me look like a baby version or like a young, like underage version and a grandma version. Mm-hmm. That's and, when I came up with baby gravy. Oh, because I look I like had, a baby. I had to see, you know, like I thought maybe we could use you as like, you know, they have the Gerber baby. Yeah. You could have been the baby gravy baby mm. for marketing purposes and things like that. Yeah, there's a an app where it can turn you into a baby version. It was a little creepy. A young version, an old version, a hip old version, things like that. Yeah. And did you like that no, or not like no, that when you came no, across no, no, those no, images? I didn't like that. Why not? Well, I didn't like the way I... Made me look with long hair. I didn't really love the old look. Um, yeah, I just didn't love it. You know, I've described myself as a recovering ageist. Have you ever been an ageist? I think, yeah, I think everyone is an ageist to a certain extent. Uh, it, it's a spectrum like everything yeah. else. But what kind of ageist are you recovering from? Well, I thought that older people were supposed to be a certain way. Wise, generous, interested. But they're not. And then I thought younger people didn't know everything. Well, they don't, but they can know a lot. So I just, I'm a little too, uh, you know. I think you were generalizing. Yeah. Yeah. And you're realizing that everybody's an individual mm-hmm. and we all have strengths and weaknesses. I also remember being like 12, 13 and having a 40-year-old uncle and thinking it was, that was such an old number. Uh-huh. And, and it's not. <laughs> Why not? What if it still is? Yeah, maybe it is. Uh, if you asked any 12-year-old 
they would think you're pretty so, old, I think, yeah. that being said, I used then, you know, I think that like 79, 80 is a pretty big number, but like, we're going to be there. I'm going to be there so soon. I'm going to be 79 years old soon. Wow. Mm-hmm. My life will be half over then. <laughs> <laughs> um, lately, I've experienced a phenomenon that it's not new. It's been talked about probably forever and ever, but like, why can't it stop? Bad hold music. Bad hold music. Mostly from healthcare facilities where you're waiting to make an appointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, credit union hold music, mm-hmm. um, airline hold music. It's, it actually brings anxiety to me. It makes me anxious. It either repeats itself too much or it elicits this weird feeling in my body and my brain that's like very uncomfortable. I find that if I'm on hold with what you call bad hold music, for too long and it starts repeating, mm-hmm. I'll start like making up lyrics if it's just instrumental. Yeah. Like I'll start singing along. I'll start making up lyrics. Well, it stays I'll put in it my on head. It becomes an earworm. Speakerphone. And I'm like, wow. Like then I'll be humming that at two in the morning when I'm getting up to pee. Like wow. cold music. Okay. I don't like it. I wonder if there are just musicians who only record hold music. I believe so. Just like the elevator music people, the Muzak musicians. Someone makes something. But why does it have to be? And that's very personal. Some people might really like it. So you can't please everyone. But maybe there should be the option of no hold music. No holds barred. Mm. Um, Yeah, I have similar feelings about, because we work in the marketing world, we tend to have subscriptions to stock images. Yeah, stock I'll hear music. Music that you use in a video on a commercial. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to identify it because I've heard it like 3,000 times coming out of the office. Yeah, so I want people who create stock music and elevator music and all the music that is just in the background of our lives the white noise level of our lives to be recognized and have awards. They have Grammys. Let's make a category in the Grammys for elevator music. Mm. Let's make it a, a, a category for hold music and for stock mm. corporate background that music. Might up the game. Then it might bring some competition. That's right. Maybe like you said, the quality will rise. Hey, Did we talk about this before here or just in life? But the fact that musical chairs gave us both some early childhood trauma. (laughs) Is that a repeat topic? I don't believe we talked about it on this podcast, but. Talk about music that brings anxiousness. Yeah. When it stops, look for a chair. And if there's not one, fall to the ground or walk away dejected or like, um. What was the trauma we were talking about? Like just being Well, just being cut off, afraid to get not get one of those chairs. Yeah. yeah. To to be a big loser. You're like, I'm gonna take small steps so I get next to it. I'm gonna take big steps to time it out. 
Yeah, that's what I call I'm cheating. Put half a butt next to someone else's half butt and then push them off. Yeah. I was very non competitive. Like, take the chair. I know. Go I'm for like, it. I'll go sit down. I'll go over here and eat some of the birthday candy. But you compete for chairs. This folks. was around the same time we were playing heads up, seven up, heads down, seven up. How do, what the Thumbs heck? Up. Thumbs up, seven up. <laughs> Thumbs up, seven up. What the hell was that game about? What the heck? But seriously, what's the point? Just to kill time in second grade? Yes. That's when I played it. That's Put your head down on your arm, close your eyes, but put your thumb up. It's just another, uh, I think it's just another version you of... spit on me. Um, that was intentional. Mm. The, the thing where the adult wants want the children to be quiet for a while. But they had to be engaged, the... Adult was like monitoring it. Were they? I think it was a kid that was going around touching the thumb. Yeah. So the teacher could just drink their RC cola and like tune out for a while. Yes. Our teacher would leave the room and come back 45 minutes later. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the equivalent of like 80s. It was probably in the 80s for me, maybe 70s for you, where a teacher would put on a movie, turn the lights off. And leave the room. So heads... No, what is it called? Thumbs up, seven up. What a weird thing. Oh, but I loved it so much. Didn't you love? I loved um, when I was the person pressing the thumbs down. Yeah. I would try to just make my hand like I would try to trick people like, you know, you don't want to like let them identify who you are because if they was that the point the point of the game is yeah when you're at your desk with your head down and your thumb up and someone presses your thumb down if you can guess who out of the group of five people in the front pressed your thumb down then you get to now be in the front and be one of those people so i would try to disguise how i press people otherwise they'd be able to identify Dan as a thumb pusher. Yeah, because people know my hands. I'm known for my hands. I could have been a hand model. Do you think I would have been a better hand model or a foot model? I think we discussed this before. Let's talk about this topic. This is something I brought up at a, a dinner meeting. A dinner, not a dinner meeting, a dinner party. party? Oh, the recent party outside we had? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that was just when called you, a double date, get together, dinner party. Sure. Yeah, whatever people hey. call those things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you're eating outside, if you're at a picnic or some other outdoor eating event, and you're always concerned about gusts of wind taking your napkin away. Here's my idea. Weighted napkins. Like weighted blankets. Here's my idea. Weighted napkins. Put it between your legs. It works like a charm. Or under a thigh. But then you have to keep your legs together or you have to remember not to stand up because then it'll blow away. Weighted napkins. They're napkins (sighs) with weights in them. That's the marketing. Mm. It's like baby gravy. Okay. I think we discussed at the time that we could just wear that dental bib 
that a you know, dentist puts on to protect your shirt, just to have that as a napkin when you're outside. The clip. Yeah, I like that too. That's not bad, but it's weighted a bit of a napkins. Bib. It's a bit of a bib. But if the wind got a hold of it, it could like go behind you no. and look like a cape or well, something. How weighted would the napkin have to be that it sort of doesn't blow away? Very weighted. I'm thinking I'm not maybe like putting a three, money pound, into this. three pound napkin. No, stop. That's a great name for a band too. Did you ever want to join forensics club in high school? No. So we just came from a forensics conference and we're dealing with forensic scientists. Now in high school, I didn't really know what forensics club was. It's not the same type of forensics. It's actually, I think, like a debate club. Like you learn how to speak. And I really wish I would have joined. I mean, right about now, two podcast people, that would have been a skill that would have come in handy right about now. So if I were to go back to high school, like on one of those movies where you like 30 going on 13... You body switch with someone? Or just I could go back in time. Or you wake up and you're like... I have to relive four years. Younger body, yeah. I would sign up for Forensics Club. First, I wouldn't be afraid to ask what the hell it is. Then I'd sign up and then I'd rule. And it would totally change the trajectory of my life, I believe. And then... But then later in the movie, of the movie version, Mm -hmm. you would realize if you did change something that you and I would never have met and then we wouldn't have had our son Maybe I can just look into Forensics Club for 47-year-olds. Maybe there's an online, like, group in Zoom or something, the Zoom meeting. Oh, there's Toastmasters. Okay. I think that's, like, the Forensic Club of Elderly People. I'm in. I'm in. All right. We got our newest Toastmaster, folks. Yeah, sign me up. Let's let's just be, let's admit it. This wasn't our best episode. Well, I think let's just admit that one mic is not as good as two. No, we're working under some technological this constraints right now. Distress, like my duress and uh-huh. distress. My body's contorted and now it hurts. Thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) I got to heal up before we do another podcast. We have 37 seconds left. Sometimes I just think I'm a little young chicken, but I'm almost 50. Mm. Ageist. (laughs) I got a kink in my back.